This is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Thank you, Jay, and thank you for joining us today. I'm so glad that you are with us, our listening audience. Let's study the prayer of Jesus in John, the 17th chapter. You know, I think of Luke 18 and verse 1, when Jesus spoke a parable about prayer, and the beautiful thought of, men ought always to pray and not to faint. The word faint in the older translations may also be properly translated as lose heart. You know, as we examine further the prayer of Jesus in John 17, I am so thankful that he did not lose heart, but to see the power of his prayer, especially in the sanctification of man. And so to see that Jesus did not lose heart nor faint along the way, this should remind us that when one is sanctified, set apart for the purpose of serving Christ, that when one is sanctified, may we gain the strength to never lose heart. Before we continue, please note that this is the third of five programs on the prayer of Jesus from John 17. Now, if you were unable to hear any of our other broadcasts on the prayer of Jesus from John 17, let us hear from you by simply going to our webpage at internationalgospelhour.com, go to the contact tab, and let us know which program you are looking for, and we will do our best to get that link back to you. Also, our Jay Webb has some help in that area as well. Brother Jay? Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? Please know you may easily access previous broadcasts through our podcast partners at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Just search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts of Are You Listening? They are always there 24-7 for you to listen or download. And now, let's continue our study today. And now, let us read from our lesson text of John 17, verses 16 through 19. That's John 17, 16 through 19, where Jesus says, They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth, your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. This is within the section of Jesus praying for his apostles, those that he had chosen, those that had walked with him. And his part of the prayer is a plea to the Father to sanctify them through truth, how that they are to be set apart unto his purpose. Now, let's think today on the word sanctified. Over 125 times this word is used in the Scriptures. And the Old and New Testament, in using the word sanctify, expresses similar meanings. If you summarize it, it would go like this. It would be the words act, action, and activity. 
First of all, it involves the act of being sanctified or set apart for a purpose. Sometimes we say the word sanctify means set apart, and we stop right there. But the word sanctify means more than that. It also means not only to be set apart, but to be set apart for a purpose. That when you're set apart, you have a purpose with your life. That brings us to the second part, that it involves the action of being distinct. Such words as holy, clean, or pure as we discussed in our previous broadcast. And number three, it involves the activity, which means the course of life and direction that is chosen as an individual who is sanctified or set apart. So it involves the act of being sanctified or set apart for a purpose, the action in being distinct, and the activity in going forward with a fresh and a new life. From this great prayer of John 17, let us see the necessity and beauty of sanctification as we come to the prayer of Jesus in John 17. This is part three, and let's see the sanctification of the soul. First of all, let's elaborate a little more on the act of sanctification. That is the word of truth. Notice, once again, John seventeen seventeen, Sanctify them, how? By your truth. Your word is truth. Peter said in 1 Peter 1 and verse 22, Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and the unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. How were their souls purified? How were their souls purified to be set apart by obeying the truth? That goes right back to what Jesus said in John seventeen seventeen. Sanctified people are also known as called people, according to Jude, verse 1. How are we called unto Christ? Well, Second Thessalonians 2.14 tells us that we are called by the gospel message. The gospel that is the power of God unto salvation, Romans 1.16. When we hear the gospel preached, we hear those words that encourage, that move us to an obedient life of the gospel, to obey it. The gospel that is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ in 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. The church at Corinth, they were saved by that gospel. They were to stand in that gospel and continue onward unless they had believed in vain. And so obedience to the gospel is of necessity. In Romans chapter 10, verses 13-17, through 17, Paul lamented that they had not all obeyed the gospel, or speaking of those Gentiles, those that had not obeyed, or those Jews that had not obeyed the gospel. And when we obey the gospel of Christ, it's amazing to see the like figure of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ, which is the gospel, is brought forth when one is baptized into Christ based on one's faith, one's repentance, and one's confession. For in Romans 6, verses 1 through 6, we're reminded how that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into His death. Therefore, we are buried with Him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was 
raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should be made to walk in newness of life. And then Paul goes on to elaborate and says, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man of sin is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Dear friends, one can only be sanctified through obedience to the word of truth, the Holy Bible. Let's move from the act of sanctification to the action of sanctification, and that is Jesus Christ. Remember, verse 19 of John 17, he said, And for their sakes I sanctify myself. It took Christ to set himself apart that he would give his life for the world. In Hebrews 10 and verse 10, we're reminded by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And how Jesus loved the church, gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, Ephesians 5, 25 and 26. Dear friends, think of it this way. He was set apart because we were set away from God. And by his own self he bore our sins in his own body on the tree, by whose stripes we are healed, 1 Peter 2, verse 24. Let's pause now from our study for a great online opportunity from our J-Web. Dear friends, the International Gospel Hour not only offers a free Bible study course by mail, but our friends at World Bible School offer an online study if you prefer. It is absolutely free. All you do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That is a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, back to Jeff. Thank you, Jay. And dear friends, you can also register at our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the free link and you'll see the offer at the World Bible School. Let's conclude our thoughts with the activity of sanctification, that is the faithful life. You see, the Christian is not to be of the world as Christ is not of the world. We noted that from John 17 and verse 16. Let's think of a couple of texts that may encourage us toward this end. In Ephesians 4 and verse 1, Paul, writing to the Christian, says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. We notice that we're called from the gospel or by the gospel, 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 14. Paul says we walk worthy of that vocation wherewith we are called. So we walk in a faithful life. That's the activity of being set apart or sanctified for his purpose. A second verse is 1 Peter 3, verse 15, that says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Be ready always to give an answer. When we sanctify God in our hearts, we need to understand and know why we believe what we believe. Dear friends, it's not just enough to say, well, I feel it right here, and we point to our heart. We sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, but we must be ready to know why we feel what we feel, but most importantly, why we believe what we believe. Sanctification. 
By the Holy Bible, we learn how to act upon it. By the Christ, we learn of His action that we may be sanctified. And by one's faithful life, one is able to express that activity, walking faithful. All of this, as our Lord prayed for us, that we may be sanctified, the sanctification of our souls. Dear friends, I hope this study of the prayer of Christ will encourage you and continues to do so. And let's continue this study together, shall we? Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,